Welcome back to another episode of the Black Notes podcast. Um, unfortunately, Top Air can't, wasn't able to join us today, but we have our regular guest, Beth, with us today. Beth, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Hope everyone is blessed, staying black and blessed. <laughs> I, guess, I guess the good thing about, I guess, yeah, the, the positive out of this kind of delayed recording is that there's a lot of new music that's kind of dropped today. There's a lot of, I feel like our next episode, there's going to be a lot more to talk about, especially when it comes to the whole Stormzy and the whole chip situation. I feel like there's, a, there's been a few developments that I've, I've heard today. <laughs> I've heard there's been a few more, a few more distracts. I've heard Double S has kind of tried to chime in a bit. So there might be, there might be some new tracks on this way. Hopefully I'll have a bit of drama. But um, moving on from that, um, I think our last episode, I believe it was our Benny Banks episode. We did a song poll. Um, and I think, I believe that Benny Banks song won. So then that means um, I have the opening track, as you all know. Um, the track that I have, this track that I've come across, uh, I believe I was on Grime Daily and I came across this track and as soon as I heard it, like it, it kind of stuck in my head. Um, it's from an artist called Zaire, and the song is called Shotty, and I believe it's produced by a man called Mike Brainchild. So for my opening track this week, we have Shotty by Zaire. Nighttime on my village, them creeping. Pagans lurking, they're deceiving. I give my shot tip on the left hand side. Did you kiss me up a couple pull it drive by? Make I give my shot tip on the left hand side. Make I on the left side. Make I give a shot tip on the left hand side. Did you kiss me pull up on the drive by? Life soon better. Living a yawa. Living a struggle. Living at the fire. Boom, boom, fire. Boom, boom, fire. Everyone for dead, dead, everything for fire. Sometimes life is, it be a struggle. All my people living in the rubble, living the ghetto, living at the bando. Struggle with the devil, fighting with the yablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice time, I'm a feeling them creeping. Pagans lurking, they're deceiving. I give my shot tip on the left hand side. Did you kiss me up a good one, pull it drive by? Make I give my shot tip on the left hand side. Make I on the left side. I gotta give a shot tip on the left hand side. This shit me pull up on the drive by. My niggas gang members, but we ain't no gang bangers. Had to summon all my strength from the ancestors. Got no money, but got visions as an investor. I hate to be the one struggling black protester. I went legal. Me, I get the vision, then complete the mission. I do it with precision, do it in an instant. All them niggas, them are dog and dogs. But there's more cooks in the law than a rosa. Yeah, yeah, I damn, I'm a villain, them creeping. That was Zaye with Shotty. What do you think about that one, Beth? I love that record. I'm biased. <laughs> I'm yeah, biased. I heard, um, heard he was doing a bit of marketing, helping open up the, the little campaign. Yeah, he's a great artist um, from Bradford. If you haven't listened to his record, you should check it out. It's sick. It's calm. How, how long has he been like about or how long has he been making music for? 
Um, I, sh- I feel like I should know this, but he grew up in the church, so he's always been very musical. He's mm. only 19, so oh, this man. is his first ever, like, official release. Okay, Carmen, what, what a way to... What a way to launch yourself. Um, I definitely say check out his video on on YouTube. Um, I like the I like the story and, and the message behind it. Um, and I guess it complements it obviously it complements the song and the track. Um, so yeah, please if you can check that out. Again, it was Shotty by Isaiah. Um, moving on, last last week I think it was last week I was on I was on Instagram and I was listening to. Um, an interview that some guy was doing with, well, I say an ex-rapper. Um, it was kind of locally famous in Plasto. Um, his name was, uh, what's his name? His name was Tiny. And the interviewer kind of asked him, uh, what what led what led you to, um, to stop making music anymore? And then his response is what kind of made me want to um, start this conversation today. Um, he said he, he wanted to leave um, that street life everything that he was doing, he wanted to leave it alone. And he felt like he wasn't able to make music. He didn't believe his music would be authentic if he wasn't doing what he rapped about. So then um, mm-hmm. I started to think about, um, do we, as, as listeners, do we care about authenticity within music? So if a rapper or a singer is uh, making music about something that they don't truly believe in themselves, does it matter to us as a, uh, as a listener I think it depends you know I feel like if they're rapping about some really crazy things mm. I just feel like to lie about it would be like disingenuous as mm. an artist so like if you're screaming about I don't know I don't know because then it gets it can get a bit techie because it's like someone's screaming about murdering someone mm. and they've actually done it they shouldn't really be making music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should actually be in jail. I think I'm always gonna be. Um, I think personally, um, I'm able to separate, or for some songs, I'm able to separate. Um, I don't know, like the lyrics, to mm-hmm. how I kind of listen. Um, I've I've always seen music as like a source of entertainment. So the same way I go and watch certain films, or I I don't know go watch some sort of or I read I read certain books. Um, that's how that's how I see it. But then I think when I guess as as you guys know, um, I listen to like a lot of drill, and I guess when it, with certain tracks, when you know what they're speaking about is facts, I think that's where it kind of gets it kind of gets a bit techy and um, sometimes kind of hard to kind of draw draw the line. Um, I just think, oh, yeah, I'm, I, I have I have certain songs that I listen to for like certain times of the day, so certain moods and stuff. And I feel like sometimes, like a, certain songs, like I won't I won't dig I, I won't kind of look into it as deep as maybe um, like a younger generation, someone much younger than me probably would. And I guess that's where the issues is. But um, kind of stepping away from like the drill the the drill genre, I think. Um, I think when artists like Beyonce, so one minute she can make a song uh, like, I don't know, let's say Cater For You, and then there's single ladies. So even though she might, even though she's kind of, she might not literally, might not be kind of 
living a certain way that she's kind of singing about but her situation is clearly different to what she's to what she's writing about what she's singing about I think there are like certain levels to this so I think there's always going to be yeah I think there's always going to be like a bit of a I don't know a bit of a mix and match but I think it kind of depends on on, on the listener I don't think it's um I don't think it's a thing where it needs to be music needs to be censored or it needs to be I don't know it needs to be less less accessible to to certain ages. I just think, I just think it's the world we live in. I think there's games. I think there's games. I think there's films. I think there's. I think rap rap and rock has been around for years, where their lyrics has kind of incited violence of 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 some sort. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I think drill is always going to be. I think yeah. I think drill and rap is always going to be targeted. Because it's, I think it's easy. It's easy to kind of point the finger at, at those genres, but I can understand the argument from from both sides. I don't know what you think, Beth. I don't know if, let's say, like an artist like 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 I mentioned, like like Beyonce or singers who kind of rap, not rap, kind of sing about. Mm-hmm. I don't know something. They like a lifestyle that they're not really kind of they're not really indulging themselves. I don't know if that matters to you or because I know I know your I know your feelings about drill. But I'm trying to get like your opinions on like other <laughs> genres. I think a lot of the stuff I listen to is not the artists are not really singing about things and not living it. Mm. Or maybe actually tell a lie. There's some artists like Gibeon, he's an R&B singer, and he a lot of his lyrics are based on stories from his friends. So it's not directly about him. Mm. But at some point in your life, you would probably experience the emotions that you're t- that he's talking about and he would probably experience those emotions so it's not like he's lying it just hasn't happened to him yet but when yeah. it's stuff I feel like when it's stuff like vile violent things and people are screaming it yeah I just feel like there has to be I know it sounds mad there has to be some level of authenticity mm. because otherwise the music just doesn't hit the way how you think it's supposed to hit but obviously you would never know that that's not yeah what they're not like they're living but I don't know if my point is if I'm landing anywhere if I'm just contradicting myself which I feel like I am but I just feel certain stuff I feel like I don't listen to it so I I can't I don't know if I have an opinion too tough okay so But but then there's some artists like well when you say you separate the music from the artist, mm. if an artist is found out to be a paedophile per se, yeah. does that mean that now you just you just still listen to their music? No. Because you separate the art from the artist. <laughs> See, it's like yeah, okay, when sure. you start saying, oh, I separate the art from the artist yeah. or like going down that road, it's just, it can become tricky because these people are human beings yeah. who are going to do things that are not great at times. Okay. I think, I think personally, I think for me, um, there's, there's certain, there's certain issues that, that will never kind of, that will never kind of sit right with me. So um, that's a great question. Cause I'm trying to not contradict, I'm not trying to not contradict myself, but I think I couldn't, I personally couldn't listen to an artist. I wouldn't be able to separate that. I just because it because it, it it kind of 
it holds certain issues hold a lot of weight you just don't you just don't want to be associated with with any of these rappers or singers that kind of get themselves caught up in in a madness but i think in terms of the music that i listen to like i said i have i have different songs for like different moods for like different times of the day there's songs that i listen to in, i listen to in the morning that i listen to in the evening and vice versa um certain set of songs kind of fills kind of fills these certain gaps or kind of complements like my mood in these certain times of day in yeah in in these um different different times of the day so that's where i could kind of separate the kind of artists from from the music but then yeah there's just certain there's just certain artists and there's just certain stuff that these musicians get themselves involved in that i literally wouldn't want to associate like my time i wouldn't want to just kind of give that energy to kind of that type of that type of vibe really but from what you were saying can you understand uh 14 let's say someone that's an artist a rapper that's 14 to 16 year old being able to only rap about what they've seen what they've seen or what they've done and that's that's all they know can you understand them only being able to kind of make that music at the moment yeah because they're speaking from their experience like that's what's true to them and that's where their authenticity lies mm. for them like that's their story they're telling their own story it's just okay. a young developing artist yeah so then um so you can so you can you can understand um most of these drill rappers yeah, but I feel like I'm just a bit naive and I think, wow, these kids are really going through it. Yeah, because that's, and that's what um, I can, I can, I can understand. So I remember like your, your first episode, I, I can understand, um, I, I, I understood your views when I, um, I understood, I understood your views when I first heard it. Um, but then um, what kind of helped me was listening, actually like listening to them. So I started listening to uh, more of the interviews I started listening to like most of their managers and when you understand that this is for most of these people that like, this is that's their reality that's what they were kind of born into and that's that's what if that's what influenced them to make music um, I think I'd rather I think I'd rather it's madder because I was going to say I'd rather listen to them rather than them actually doing it but then I guess that's where it comes to the whole like authenticity so are they actually living it or can someone just rap about something that they're not they've never been involved in, it's never been around them but in a way to kind of make money um yeah i guess that's where it comes a bit tricky um i don't, I don't i'm not too sure i don't think i don't think i'd have an issue with it but yeah i think but i think for most from the majority of these rappers i think that's just literally their it's literally their their um their lifestyle and they don't really have i also don't really have a choice but it's the it's mm. it's the easiest it's it's easy for them like they've they've seen a pathway they've seen other rappers do it and I think I'd rather have I'd rather them going to music with that mentality and with the hopes that they're kind of involved as an artist and they kind of take that and they kind of run with it and then just just with the hope that they're able to kind of evolve as a as a rapper and as a as a musician but I don't think that's, that that will necessarily be the case for for all of them. Yeah, like like you're saying, they're just be they're just coming from their experience. All they know, you know. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think I think this will always um not to go off topic, but I think I think this is where we should I don't know if we should expect, but I guess this is where it'll be nice if most of these artists, especially the no, most of the established artists, sorry, they mm. they kind of give back. So they show the path that they took and they show certain they show the mistakes that they took, the issues that they came across. And 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 they they give back like almost almost like kind of like mentor most of these young musicians coming up because I feel like most of them are kind of doing it. It's almost like it's a trial and error. So whatever issue comes up, you deal with it and you kind of battle it without kind of knowing what's coming up in the future. Um, there's only like a handful of a handful of artists that I know that um, actually kind of gone back to kind of help to kind of tutor and kind of guide like the the next gen. I know Kano did it with. Um, was it is it mobile unsung unsung awards stuff like that that mobiles did some years back i know kano was heavily involved with that i know skepto when he won his mercury um his mercury prize award um the money that he um that he won from that he gave back to um some foundation kind of helped local musicians in tottenham um i know i believe gets has, has done a bit but imagine if around 40 40 or 50 percent of of the established of the established artists that we have now if they kind of gave back in some sort of way help to help to cheer or help to kind of guide these musicians then i don't know i feel like most of these issues won't won't be won't be such a it won't it wouldn't be such a regular regular occurrence but yeah that's that's my views on it um yeah Anything else you want to touch on? No, because I just feel like it's so out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> like <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, I I've I'm more so concerned about the young people who are listening to these records, mm. and it's not maybe the lifestyle that they currently live, and they just feel like I do worry about the glamorizing of it. I would say mm. that's the only thing I worry about, especially with the younger kids, but it's like with anything like okay cool, we had okay. a lot of road rap when we was growing up and mm. like yeah i think it's just every generation has their own like version of it so do you think it's just something that we have to deal with or just find a way to kind of control um it's hard because you can't police what people are gonna write about mm. unfortunately um and there's labels and there's companies like there's different there's people endorsing not like endorsing and like saying they promote violence but they sign these artists yeah so you sign them and you know the context of their music yeah so yeah okay yeah i could get that um another um conversation that i remember having um i don't i kind of stopped this is an old conversation i that i was listening to on clubhouse i don't really use the app anymore but um i had a really interesting conversation with these um americans um it was a it was like a good a good seven eight of them um all from new york and they were kind of at the moment at the time they were speaking about parcelu when he won the um, bbc sound of 2000 
21 sorry and so then they started speaking about about western and, and about how how huge they are in in new york and um one of the ladies asked um how come they're not as big over here as they are over there and then so yeah so then that kind of struck the thought that is is the uk too small for too small for western and i don't mean like they're like they're bigger than like they're too big for us and they should kind of blow everywhere else but are we kind of limiting yeah it's the size of uk is it kind of limiting their their growth because um i feel like as as talented as they are and as versatile as they are there's always going to be i think as as a country we're always going to plug other other musicians ahead of them i don't know if it's down to like the fact that the their style of music or because they're a because they're a group but i feel like for some reason and it's, it's not just western to be fair i think there's other rappers that kind of fall into that category there's other musicians sorry that fall into that category like the the little sims or the koji radicals i think i think in, in america there's more there's more i don't know there's more states that kind of resonate with their music more so i feel like someone like um uh western or little sims i feel like new york places like new york maybe atlanta um their music will always pop there whereas in in the uk there's not that many cities i think the the main cities are london manchester and birmingham and maybe like the smaller like the other smaller towns but that's where i kind of feel like have they kind of outgrown uh, have artists like um Little Sims and Western have they kind of outgrown the UK? Mm, I don't think so because I feel like when um, when Western drop stuff, the support is definitely there, and you have to remember they did actually hit like proper top ten chart success. Like they're actually a pop group. <laughs> Yeah, but see the, the fact that you mentioned that they're a pop group. I think comparing comparing them to like other um, other pop groups, um, I just don't think I just don't think they're hitting the same. I don't think they're getting like the same amount of success as some of these other groups are. So they're not being like the same. The, the moves that groups like Little Mix or whatever are are making, like the platforms that they're able to kind of get onto, I think certain doors they would kind of walk through that western can't hence why i feel like if if they were in america then i think there's there's loads like there's loads of stuff that that they could do like i think the fact that what's his name parcelli was uh was on jimmy fallon i think if some of these artists were more kind of established themselves within the american market i think we'll be seeing them in so many places i think the fact that um little sims was the face of I think it was SoundCloud in America before she was even recognized over here. I think that kind of backs up my point a bit. Yeah, I feel like I find it mad that you said that people in New York actually mess with Western because I didn't even think that they were hitting like America like that. Mm. Definitely, I would say obviously UK, Europe, maybe, and then obviously the Caribbean because of the type of music that they have yeah but 
I would never have guessed America. Um, I, I think it's just, I think we're being, I think especially within the UK now, I think we're in a, we're in a place where we're embracing different cultures. So you get, you've got like the whole Afro swings, you've got, um, you've got drill, drill popping up. You're getting more like I think there's more creativity and there's more, there's more versatility within within the within the within, within our country. So I think that's what's allowing um, certain artists to be played in certain circles outside outside the UK. Um, I think it's not it's not a surprise that that drill is in so many other countries now. It's in um, it's in Poland, it's in France, it's in Australia. Um, people like like Western and 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 Lil Sims, the fact that they're being played in America, I think um, America is is the is more easy to kind of, I won't say blow into, but it's easy to kind of get your music out there because, like I mentioned before, there's there's more room for for different types of for different types of of vibes, different types of music, and I think UK like we're we're very limited. America is a it's a big big place it's a big big place so like if your music is it slapping in one state there's another state where it's it's gonna like it's gonna work so yeah I for me like it was it was a shock and I'm I've always been like a firm believer in like the talent that we have here in the UK um not that not that I, I want to compare it to um American artists but I feel like um I feel like it's easy for Americans to kind of kind of take in our music because we are we are more versatile and we are kind of getting more more light shine um and i think part of part of that is most of the musicians having to do it themselves so either them staying independent or them being independent for the majority of their career um they kind of have to do it on their own so whether that's through youtube whether that's through whether that's through internet i'm um, not internet whether that's through social media we've had to we've had to plug ourselves and i think the success that we see from that is it's showing it's showing and yeah i've always been a firm believer in in uk talent i don't know what it is i feel like western are a group who are so amazing mm. and they're so consistent but like something they whenever they released that obviously since the hits that they had like i can't remember how long ago this was now but when they released their new stuff it just doesn't seem to be hitting on that level not saying that every time every record you release has to be on that level mm. but you would think that that consist that that would stay because the music quality hasn't has never changed mm. they've always been consistent with the quality of music that they're producing so what, what so do you think it is where the disconnect is and, and that's what and that's that's what i'm saying like i think i think places like places like like new york I think they would they I think they would embrace they would they would embrace them more than than how we have over here. I think the fact that yeah, I just think I think I think the fact that there's there's certain places that like they haven't even been given like the, the opportunity to to kind of show their talent. So if we're talking about like UK UK talk shows and talk hosts and all these different platforms, I think I I believe I'm not I'm not 100 sure, but I don't think they've either been they've either had the opportunity to kind of perform live on some of these shows. Whereas in America, there's loads more there's loads more platforms there. Even the festivals that they have over there, like the Jimmy the Jimmy Fallon's, um, the what's it called? Some of their some of their award shows as well. 
but um, here in the UK, I feel like constantly having to argue with these different platforms in our should so so genre have its own have its own category or why has it this person being nominated or how is this person nominated before this person and i think that's a constant issue that we're having within the uk whereas in america that would definitely not be an issue and i'm not too sure why why that why that why why it's like that but yeah it's just that's that's just that's just it really that's just our that's just our reality I, I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like UK audiences are just quite fickle. I feel like they're hot on something for a minute, but they, they don't have a, they're not very consistent in terms of actually backing artists that they like. Yeah. Consistently, like it changes. Whereas I feel like in America, they have fans who are like, they go hard. Mm. Like every time the artist is releasing something, they're like rallying behind, like they're buying the merch, they're buying this, buying that. I feel like in the UK scene, especially more of like um, in the black music scene, it's not always that kind of energy all the time. Do you think that that's just down to them having um, like a bigger market than what we have over here? I feel... I don't know what if it's the market or it's just maybe we have too many artists if that mm. makes sense for a small island so there's a lot to grab people's attention so you're fighting for a lot of people's attention and attention yeah. span limited okay yeah that's fair i think I, th- I think i think that's fair but i think i think i think the size i think the size of the market definitely definitely um plays into it yeah plays into it i think if if uk was the size of america then i think um i think we'll have a lot more a lot more a lot more success within within the music scene i think i think whereas whereas we're so small like everyone's kind of fighting for everyone's kind of for everyone's attention whereas in america if you if you pop in if you pop in new york like you're seen as such a such a big success but then within the uk if you pop in what London, that means you're you you're popping in, in in Manchester and you're popping in Brit like not Bristol, well Bristol and Burnham and, and, and that's it. Whereas in America, like it's so like I said before, it's so big that really only popping in like two states or one or two or three states, that can that, that can do you nice. But whereas in the UK, we have to we have to be known across the country if you want to make like actual success you have to be known across the country and uh, it's always it's always going to be tricky because you're going to be you're, you're fighting for such a small for such a small group if yeah if we're look if we're looking into like comparing ourselves to america where we are like a small like a small group so i think it's, it's always, always going to be tricky so that's why i kind of mentioned the whole um uk being small and us having to kind of branch out a bit more and I guess that's what comes that, that's why mostly most musicians kind of branch out into different types of music and I feel like in the UK you have to you have to you have to play it well like you don't want to be you don't want to be no no musician wants to be labeled a sellout but you have to find that balance you have to find that balance and it's, it's always going to be tricky and yeah I think I think UK I think UK platforms I think it'll be nice to see more to see more support from different um different forms of entertainment but again i think that's just that's just our reality that we have to deal with and yeah
yeah I feel like you just have to like I guess in the UK scene you just have to make sure that your music is like innovative enough and maybe attention grabbing enough for people to actually stop and take it in because it's just it's a short span you have to catch people's attention um but yeah this this doesn't happen in the genres that I listen to because we listen in a different way like yeah yeah. You know that it's going to take a little bit longer to like bring out new music. The concepts are going to be different. Like, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I'd have to agree with you. I'd have to agree with you on that one. Um, I think, I think it's also important to have to have the right team. I think I'm a firm someone that that works in marketing. I'm, I'm a firm believer in like investing investing time into like marketing like are you putting yourself in the right places like is your name being mentioned in the right places or is it being is it being shown to the right people is it being heard by the right people and i think that's that's solely down to that's solely down to marketing someone like parcelli um i think front obviously frontline came out last year jan i believe and what a whole a whole year later what he's been able to do Again, I think that's down to having a, a good team, and it's not—it's not just you don't need to be—you don't need to be signed to to a label to to get that that type of attention. You just need to have have the right the right people and invest your time and your money wisely. And I think UK UK more than than other markets, we have to invest more time and more money into into like into into yourself into your marketing making sure like I said making sure that you're heard in the right in the right spaces and it's always going to be it's always going to be a battle but I think it's just down to what you're in music for do you just want the quick success or if it's longevity if it's longevity after then you're gonna have to invest time but yeah that's that's my views that's my views on that Uh, well end of the show and i'm introducing a new artist um she goes by the name of paige liar she's been away for a little bit um i think it's her first song in two years but she's a super cool artist um r&b she performed at one of my first ever live events and she's sick and the track is called bad girl time with the girls can't say it was easy telling them how it hurts telling them how you treat me yeah yeah i wish it was wish it was cause i could own myself figuring out things i might have felt can be around but every action has a reaction when we fall so out of fashion thank you for your Girls, nights out on a 
like um I feel like I've I've listened to so much R and B in the last well, in the last last few months. Um yeah, I like it. I like it. Nice no nice little vibe. I've got a playlist that I can kind of slot right in. Um my track, my closing track, I think I'm just gonna stick to what I know. It's I've played him before. Um this is off his most recent take called Fifth Chapter. It goes by the name of Tiwe. This is the first track on Fifth Chapter. Um it's called Intro. I believe it's produced by uh gold notes so this is t-way with intro That was intro by T-Ray. And that's it for this week's episode. Um again, apologies for the late for the late release. Um yeah, just down to a few minor hiccups. But um still our song poll will be out on a Monday on our Twitter page, which is Black Notes Pod. Uh, look out for some of our content on our Instagram page at Ground Floor UK. And yeah, tune in next time. See you later.